Welcome to Darnley Cyber Cafe, your podcast for cybersecurity, IT, technology, and business news. Now, introducing your host, Darnley Gresson Jr. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Darnley Cyber Cafe, episode 30, Sim Swapping on the Rise, Draining Millions. For many years now, I have discussed the future of SIM swapping. From the first case in the United States, I figured it would eventually lead to some sort of boiling point as soon as I already seen the lack of multi-factor authentication or the inherent reliability of, or the lack thereof, of two-factor authentication along with human slow adaptability to new security techniques. When I spoke in my speaking engagements prior to the pandemic in 2019, I showed the USB multi-factor authentication key that I used to secure my accounts. Funny enough, everyone was in complete awe over how confident I was even after one of my multi-factor authentication protected accounts were targeted. As I saw a Russian hacker attempting to gain access to one of my accounts. Well, suffice to say, they did fail miserably. (laughs) Uh, Suffice to say. But this was back in 2020. Ages ago, right? Today, SIM swapping attacks have increased by 700%. I say that, I'll say that again. SIM swapping attacks have increased by 700% between 2020 and 2021. This has caused over $68 million of losses to the consumers that have had their accounts hacked successfully. So that's a lot of money. But what is SIM swapping? It is the hacking of it was the hacking practice of duping mobile carriers into switching a target's phone services to an attacker controlled device. SIMs, which are subscriber identity modules, these small little chips you insert into your mobile device to use your cellular carrier services. Gone are the days of CDMA. Most of these attacks take form of social engineering, where the criminals impersonate victims and convince the mobile customer service agents to change over the the victim services to a new phone uh, that they created. Once this is successful, the hacker has access to the victim's calls, texts, voicemails, and saved profile data. This allows them to send a forget password or account recovery requests to the victim's email, which can be easily be defeated by the, the easily defeated two-factor authentication, which usually uses the one-time passwords. Now, a very interesting article, uh, according to the FBI Internet Crime Complaint Center, between January 2018 and December 2020, there were only 320 SIM swapping complaints. Last year, in 2021, uh, they have reported that they have received 1,611 
SIM swapping complaints with theft totaling up to 68 million US dollars. Now, this one would think, and, and this is kind of the general consensus that I get in the community when talking about this, that they assume that their mobile carriers should be uh, looking after their privacy. However, this crime happens all over the world. This isn't just a, a American issue. This happens all over North America, Latin America, Europe, Asia, Africa. These attacks happen everywhere. It is not specifically to a specific nation. But it, it, honestly, it is a crime that is all easy. In my endeavors, I've spoken to some of these hackers. And this is basically, in a nutshell, what they said with a chuckle. Now, I would be ticked off, but they are absolutely correct. Mobile carriers don't ask in-depth questions to verify the accounts, and the hackers themselves use these manipulation techniques to fool an agent. This is where the, the human component fails our protection. But also, it's not just that. There are also the, the insider threat avenues within a carrier's business that's also responsible. There was a lawsuit back in 2018 against AT&T uh, for this very issue. You're more than welcome to look that up. Very interesting read. So to say it's sort of a multi-faceted multi, uh, attack is really kind of going on a bit of a stretch. However, this is something that happens because if you think about it, if you take a second to think about it, how easy it is to access your mobile device, you may feel a little violated. Those who were victims of the SIM swapping attacks definitely do feel violated. And then they have implored the multi-factor authentication techniques that I say they should have done many years ago. But who's at fault? I think you know the answer to this. The mobile carriers. It is their responsibility to ensure security of its users' accounts and devices. Uh, some examples are like PIN codes or to move away from the two-factor authentication uh, can be some solutions that carriers can utilize today. It's a very simple uh, methodology to utilize um, that does not cost a lot. So moving away from the, the standard, what's your mother's maiden name? When's your birth date? When's your birth year? Basic things that you can find. Now, how do you protect yourself? Well, for starters, do not provide information about your financial assets or your investments in cryptocurrency. Avoid posting personal information online, such as phone number, address, or other personally identifiable information. Use strong, unique passwords and utilize the multi-factor authentication methodologies that may potentially be included in your software. And don't store login credentials on your phone's uh, note app. Trust me, I've seen a lot of that. And and it's just kind of ridiculous on the amount of, of information you can find on someone's smart device. So these are some ways that you can utilize to protect yourself. Having a smart mindset when you're utilizing your authentication in this day and age is very paramount. Now, as I said earlier, 
The humans have a slow adaptability issue in various security techniques. And I'm sure not only the ones in the security realm understand what I'm saying, but you yourself are, may have been guilty to this at some point in time. Now, I don't want to, you know, shots fire accusation to, the, to my listeners. Don't get me wrong. However, uh, it's time to get some sort of awakening when it comes to our online hygiene and how we properly protect ourselves and our identity while operating online. Because criminals will find ways, and they're not sophisticated ways, to gain access to our most valuable data. An interesting story. I was uh, listening to a uh, pickpocketer, and one of the items that he said um, that was one of the best items to steal our mobile devices for the very same issue because we store a lot of things on our mobile devices. We have a lot of passwords. We have a lot of banking information. Your mobile device is the golden grail, so to speak, of the community. And these hackers will use different ways to obtain that information in order to steal your data. So this is something that you must be conscious of, but also if you are a mobile carrier user and you're seeing that your carrier is not taking the right safeguards to protect your information, you have the right as someone who is paying for their services to either ask them to make sure that they lock down your account appropriately or if they have other methods of authentication to allow access to your account. Yes, I understand sometimes these methods are a bit exhausting and and they cause a lot of agony in yourself. I understand that. But the most paramount thing to consider here is your online security and your online safety. These simple steps that your mobile carriers can deploy today will ensure your protection today and in the near future. They're not always bulletproof. Let me make that very clear. However, The more resistance you put against a hacker, the less likely they are going to continue to attack you. Case in point, that Russian attacker who tried to hack one of my accounts uh, years ago, if it was easy for them to open my account or access my account, uh, they'll come back for seconds because it's it's the the lowest path of resistance. But if that hacker has to go through those multiple layers to get into my account, they are less likely to continue because there's a barrier to entry. And if more people have done that, and people would think that happens all over the world, but it does not. Statistically speaking, a large majority of you do not protect your accounts the way you should. So hopefully you've taken something back from this podcast and think about some of the ways that you can protect your mobile device through your mobile carrier itself, but also utilizing different apps or different cybersecurity hygiene practices to stop yourself from being a victim of these cyber criminals. Thank you for stopping by Darnley Cyber Cafe with your host, Darnley Gresson Jr. We hope you enjoyed your stay. Next time you swing by the cafe, bring a friend and share the show with them. That's all for this episode, folks. We will see you next time.